We talk a lot about how the offense is choosing to play the C-gap area, what issues they're presenting to us, and then we make decisions on how we will shape the C-gap area. Are we gonna have a little body in there? Are we gonna have a big body in there? Are we gonna bend in that C-gap area? Are we gonna stay square and ride the surfboard in that C-gap area? And we'll try to determine that throughout the week. And again, we'll learn how we're best handled in those situations in spring football and in training camp. On Mondays throughout the offseason, we've been sharing an audio-friendly segment of a clinic presentation. Today, we take a short but informative segment of the Lawrence First and Goal Clinic in which Rhode Island linebacker coach Chris Laurenti gives an overview of their game planning process, as well as shares the important questions they ask of themselves when defending the run game. As we get closer and closer to the season, now would be a good time to review your game planning schedule and division of the work to be done amongst your staff, especially if you have new staff or assignments. In this full presentation, which I will link in the show notes, Coach Laurenti goes into how the game plan then translates into the practice plan and different drills they may use to fit the run and tackle the ball carrier. Remember that all Lawrence First and Goal presentations available on CoachTube support the efforts of funding pediatric brain tumor research and cancer services. Stay tuned for Winning Edge takeaways following the presentation. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512 512- 814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. This will be in the back of our minds as we game plan the run game and as I start to watch first and second down runs each week. You know, the things that we want to know, we want to know how much zone scheme in the run game are we seeing from our opposing offense compared to how much gap scheme they're running. You know, obviously we want to know what gap scheme they lean on, but we're going to try to take some time and see, you know, most teams are zone teams and it just comes down to how much gap scheme each team is willing to run and how much they want to run gap scheme. You know, spill or lever, you know, when it comes to zone, how much do we want to spill the split zone looks? How much do we want to spill the, the split zone to a two-man surface, split zone to a three-man surface? Do we want to spill that? Do we want to lever it? We have to make decisions on the game plan based on do we have to spill or have to lever based on the look that we're going to get. And we're going to rep those things during the week accordingly. When it comes to gap scheme, obviously, that is the question for us, right? Where's our shade? Where's our, our wide tackle? Are we able to spill things out into secondary support? Or are we going to try to lever things and keep it boxed up? Do we want to play our odd front or do we want to just jump into even spacing? You know, how much do we play odd versus even? You know, we were definitely more odd early on. This past season, we just turned out to be more of an even front, but we try to play elements of odd defense to make sure that we're we're creating some different surfaces for the offensive lines and for the offenses. Do we want to move into it or chase it? Really, we're talking about zone when we talk about moving into it. Do we want penetrators into the zone? 
Do we want to bring pressure into the zone so that we can reduce into it and create some penetration? Or do we want to chase it down? If you're going to chase down the zone, is it a situation where you're showing a picture to the quarterback in the zone read game where he's being invited to pull the football? And now you're trying to determine who has the football within the zone read game. A lot of these things in here really come down to what we're best at. And each year that's going to change. Common thought tells you we should probably move into the zone and get penetrators into the zone. But we learned last year we were probably a better chase it down team, you know, and, and, and try to cut it off that way rather than move into it. So, you know, spring football is big for us with that. We're trying to learn what kind of front we are. Are we better moving into it? Are we better chasing it? Are we a better lever team? Are we a better spill team? You know, are we better movement up front? Or are we better playing stable and striking our man on? We spent a lot of time talking about this. We spent a lot of time talking about the C gap area. That could be the D gap too. Uh, we're talking about where the football can bounce to, where the football can wind back to. And different ways the offense will shape the C-gap, whether it's a three-man surface, a four-man surface. Is it a two-man surface where they're going to keep that two-man surface open and they're going to read the C-gap area? Are they going to bring a tracer or a sway guy from the backfield and block that C-gap area post-snap? Are they going to have a three-man surface there and create a D-gap post-snap? We talk a lot about how the offense is choosing to play the C-gap area what issues they're presenting to us. And then we make decisions on how we will shape the C-gap area. Are we going to have a little body in there? Are we going to have a big body in there? Are we going to bend in that C-gap area? Are we going to stay square and ride the surfboard in that C-gap area? And we'll try to determine that throughout the week. And again, we'll learn how we're best handled in those situations in spring football and in training camp. And then we we went to this last year, really trying to identify the tackle situation of the week. And it's not ever, you know, clean cut. It could be a couple different situations, but we want to get better at repping the tackle situation in our drills each week, whether it's a group indie period or whether it's a mixed indie period or whether it's just in your own individual period with your position group. What is the tackle situation of the week? Is it in a gap? Is it going to be in an A, B, or C gap area where, you know, we have to make sure that we're making tackles well engaged with blockers? Or is it going to be us on air one-on-one -on -one tackle in the C gap area? You know, what, what is the tackle situation of the week? And can we put our players in situations where they're getting that footwork and that step to contact work throughout the week? As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. 
Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. Really a snapshot of our game week of prep and how we go about it. We are a Sunday off operation and we'll come back on Monday for the first practice of the week. Uh, so obviously we go game day and then we'll go right into Sunday and we got to get our, our first and second down run in our first and second down pass broken down. And we have to make sure, you know, each coach is going to work on his piece of the game plan, but Sunday night we will work through. I will present a cut up and PowerPoint presentation to our defensive staff on first and second down run. I'll talk about zone versus gap. I'll talk about different ways they're shaping the C gap. I'll show different oddities and some issue runs that we might see and might encounter. Um, and we'll make sure that we we illustrate as much as we can, you know, the looks that we typically present against those formations and those runs, and maybe some oddities that they present to us as well that we might have to try to correct as we go. Coach Cooper will work on par pass that night and he'll present that night. So our par game plan will start to take shape on Sunday night before we practice. We'll come back on Monday and we'll work third down pass pro, third down pass, red zone goal line and short yardage as a staff. Those presentations will happen um, Monday night as a staff or Monday throughout the day as a staff. We're a morning practice operation here at Rhode Island. Um, so we have some time in the afternoon to try to watch practice and then go ahead and, and work on the game plan as well. You know, our players in practice, this is what they're doing. So we're, we're able to get our corrections in from the previous game and we're able to get our par run and our par pass game plan out there on Monday in a shortened practice. We just get the boys out there running around and we're going to fit some runs. We're going to defend some base pass plays with our base coverages. You know, we'll review as a staff on Tuesday. We'll talk about any oddities, any trick plays, any any uh, overload pass concepts, things like that. We'll review those as a staff in presentations on Tuesday. And then we'll rep all par and we'll get into third down on Tuesday as well. And then obviously, as you can see throughout the week, we'll go ahead and carry on with the game plan like all of us do. You know, just talking about our thoughts, our initial thoughts when we see zone. We see zone, we want to try to ask ourselves, do we want to be in an odd front or an even front to combat this zone? Is it stretch zone? Is it mid zone? Is it inside zone? You know, what are they doing in that C-gap area? Are they bringing a tracer into that C-gap area? So we're, we're going to bang our heads around a little bit. We're going to ask ourselves, do we want to play some odd? Do we want to play some even? What formations do we want to see these things against? What areas of the field do we want to play those things? Do we want to be stable or do we want to stunt? You know, obviously throughout a game, we're going to do both. But what do we prefer? What are we better at? And a lot of that is determined right now in spring football. Versus gap scheme, spill or lever. Do we want to spill the football out? Can we spill it out to secondary support based on the formation, based on the look that we're getting? And how, how do we handle stunts? When we do reduce the front, are we banging gaps in gap scheme? Are we canceling gaps? Are we staying in the gap and the linebacker is going to stay backside? How are we handling the gap movement in our reductions or in our full line reductions? Here are our winning edge takeaways and ideas for implementation. 
1. Lay out the framework for game planning. Include how areas of study of the opponent and development of the plan for those areas will be divided up amongst the staff. Create the plan for when the work will be done. This will vary on the level you compete at, but even with a high school program, structure your Saturday or Sunday to designate specific time frames for when reports and plans on each area will be given. I can remember too many times in my high school coaching career where we just stayed until the work was done. This is really Parkinson's law in effect. C. Northcote Parkinson was a naval historian who determined that work will expand to fill the time allotted for its completion. Deadlines can cause procrastination or even prompt people to fill their time with trivial matters. You want efficiency and having some time frames will force you to focus on the most important parts of the breakdown and the game plan. 2. Have short, focused presentations and reports. A coordinator may make all final decisions, but giving assistance ownership in an area will allow for multiple perspectives and ideas to be brought to the table. Coaches who are your assistants who may want to be coordinators or head coaches later can then get some work and start practicing those things and getting better at those, which is just going to help your current staff. That coach then will be expected to be the expert on the information. Maybe that is the initial idea and you as the coordinator or in discussion with the assistants can tweak and adjust and come up with a final plan. The presentations and cut-ups can then be finalized for use with the players. Three, formulate a list of questions that produce the answers you need. This is probably the biggest time saver as you go through the game planning process. Instead of sitting around and thinking about what can we do, having specific questions that get you to the answers that are going to become part of the game plan are going to be the most efficient ways to do this. Think about your offense, defense, and special teams. What are the key questions you should be asking every week to help design the game plan and carry that over to the practice plan? Coach Lorenny pointed out several examples of these and then also gave an example of how that carries over into practice and the selection of drills that they will use that week because they determine the scenarios they will be creating. This is a great way to get laser-like focus in practice. Be sure to go to coachingcoordinator.com for articles, enhanced show notes, and to sign up for our weekly tip sheet which shares the best ideas of the previous week. As we move into camp and the season, we are sure to be sharing ideas both on the podcast and the website that will be relevant to you during those timeframes. Don't forget to keep checking in daily with Coach and Coordinator for ideas you can use throughout the camp and season. That will begin on July 31st. Follow us on Twitter at Coach K Grubowski.